Hey, welcome to Coaching Caffeine and Comedy, and I'm your host, Haley Kobza. I want to start off by telling all of you awesome listeners that you rock. Thank you, all 50 of you. Um, Okay, or more. I'm just kidding, but I don't know. But you guys are all awesome. Um, Now, if we could all work together to help me figure out Twitter and have more than 50 followers, that would be great. Um, So hashtag, retweet, quote it, whatever you need to do, follow me on Twitter. I guess that is the social media platform that I'm not doing well on. Um, also I had this really good thought the other day when I had a past player reach out and she was like really concerned that I was going to speak about her on a podcast. And I was like, wait, wait a second. Now, isn't that a good way now to start making life choices? So like when you're put between a rock and a hard spot, um, like on the decisions that you're about to make, anything stupid that you're about to say, um, just ask yourself. If this said person was to have a podcast and they talked about me, what would they say? And that good thought, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I don't know, just something to think about. But I usually go with, is this putting me in jeopardy of losing my job? I don't know. <laughs> just a thought. Okay. Anyways, um, I'm also sick. So if I sound <clears throat> more manlier than I usually do, that's why. And um, yeah, I hold on. I got to. See how good this sounds on a podcast. Okay, that that is my Alani Watermelon Wave energy drink. Okay, I'm ready to go. Okay, back on track. All right, so today we're going to learn a little bit more about our awesome assistants here at McCook Community College. Um, as you guys have heard before, you heard from the charming, wonderful Ford Ladd, assistant baseball coach. And now today we have Dwight Smith. He is um, alias Ghost. We'll have to get more into that because I'm super confused on that. But um, (laughs) anyways, so prior to McCook, um, well, first, Dwight is our men's assistant basketball coach under Coach Brandle, which you guys all listen to because if you listen to this podcast, you have to listen to all of them in order. It's like the one TV series that Ford and I were talking about, Marvel. You have to listen to my episodes in the series. Anyways. Okay. okay so prior to McCook, Dwight was a Omaha Ralston High School grad. I didn't know that about you. It's fun. Boo. Go. I'm just kidding. I'm just so kidding. Like, just kidding. You like, you like Husker, the Huskers, right? Just, of course. Okay. Good. No, no just, choice. That's what I like. To, <laughs> no choice. Okay. So then he cruised over to Colorado State University in Fort Collins. Go Rams. <laughs> where he played NCAA Division One. One basketball. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Like you were good. Something like that. You were like really good. Could you? That's impressive. Yeah. He played. It was. He played basketball, not golf. Just to make sure we're all on track here. I'm, I'm learning on my golf swing though. Yeah. Taught me we this all week, need to go. Yeah. We all need to go golfing sometime. I'm still rough though. <laughs> okay. So then he was a graduate transfer to Northern Colorado University. Correct. Yes, ma'am. I'm just making sure that they Checking wrote this the boxes, correct. Right. Yeah, they got it. And then so he ended his basketball career playing there. Since then, he's held numerous roles in the basketball field, um, but. I didn't know what like half of that stuff on your resume meant, so I just figured we could talk about that. Cool. Sound good? Yep. That cool. works. Okay. So um we're gonna warm up. You ready for this? First off, before we oh, do all that, oh, okay, okay. it sounds PSA. like she needs a Twitter shout out. So look. Yes, thank you. Thank <laughs> you, you can Dwight. Go follow uh Coach Ghost on Twitter. I will f- I will shout her out and give her some oh, follows oh after gosh. this so okay. we can get this podcast do I rolled. Even, all right. Do I have you on Twitter? I do? Okay. I don't I mean I just follow I everybody. I'm like, if I just follow more people, maybe I'll get fifty one nah, followers on Twitter. I'm gonna get a little shout out. <clears throat> okay, thank you. You're awesome. 
if I don't have 55 followers by the end of this podcast. 55, that's the goal. I mean, five every every week would be nice, right? <laughs> I guess. Okay, anyways. Wait, so, where are you at? Where? Hold on. We're derailing. Sorry. Um, how many <laughs> uh, followers on Twitter? So yesterday I did a I did something. I was like, I suck at Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then I just hashtagged save Johnny Depp. I don't even know what's going on there, but that was like a top one. Mm-hmm. And I ga- I gained some people. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, 52. Oh, you good. Yeah. I so, got you. Don't worry. Okay. 52. I follow 147. If I get you to 75 by next week, you owe me something. Okay. For sure. Joe oh. and Joe's smoothie. Down. Another shout out. Okay. I yeah. paid for this. Yes, anyway, I know. Go. Okay. Oh my goodness. Look at you. You're like a pro. Okay. All right. So here's some questions. This is okay. like kind of fast. So like the first thing that comes to your brain, oh, rip it out. We're not going to talk <laughs> about it. You're just going to say it. Okay. Okay. Ready? <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When are you the most productive? Mornings. Oh, summer or winter? Summer. What's your favorite number? 33. Favorite cake flavor? Damn. Uh, <laughs> um, um, chocolate chip. Cho- or ch- a cookie dough. Cookie dough cake. I don't know. Cake flavor? Hey, man. Interesting. Okay. Vanilla. <clears throat> How do you start your day? With tea and music. Tea? Easy. Interesting. Yeah. Hot okay. tea. Yeah. Interesting. Hot even. Okay. Gotcha. What is your worst subject? Math. Terrible. Cats or, <laughs> cats or dogs? Dogs. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Favorite food? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Depends on the mood, the day. I'm going plant-based, so. Oh, we have so much to talk about yeah, today. Yeah, let's skip that one. Okay. Uh, don't, pastries for now. We're, gonna, we're about person. to get into it. Favorite snack? Start thinking food. Oh, gosh. Snack. Um, Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> oh my yes, that's a snack. Okay, yeah. Favorite dessert? Cookie dough ice cream. Okay. Easy. If you could be any animal, what would it be? Ooh. A panda. We'll talk about that later. Pan- a panda. We'll talk about it later. Oh, boy. I'm going to just make a note. To go we will back talk about it later. To go back to those who know, know. That panda. <laughs> okay. If you could be any animal, what would it be? You just asked that one? Yeah, I did. I just, a panda. just keeping you on your toes. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm out of it. Okay, describe yourself in five words. <sighs> okay, this right here, what you're doing, Brandel forewarned me about it. What? The thinking? The thinking. He's like, he'll sit there and like. That's a good question, though. I can't think. just freestyle that Right, one. okay. Um, a caring grower. Five words. I don't know the other words. You said caring, Take. grower, mm-hmm. okay. Overthinker. Overthinker. Are I you am. sure you're not female? Hey, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, how well can you keep a secret? It's 10, 12. Wow, good. You know where I'm from? Omaha. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Best feature. Like about you. Like, what do you like about yourself? My teeth. I I literally was just thinking that. I was like, you have really nice teeth. Thank you. Really nice teeth. Um, What's the first thing? 
What's the first thing you notice when it comes to the opposite gender? Teeth. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Okay. Tell me one secret. I just lied about my last answer. (laughs) (laughs) Dwight, this is how how this goes. Okay. All right. Do you have any tattoos? A couple. A couple. Okay. Are you ready for this? Go for it. All right. Let's do it. All right. So tell me, um, let's go back to this panda situation. Why would you want to be a panda? <clears throat> Pandas are like the coolest random bears ever. Like, plus, I got a nickname um, at Colorado State from a group of ladies that was like a panda. A so ever since then, ladies. I've been like obsessed with like pandas. Yeah. So why did these, this group of ladies? There's been multiple <laughs> women in my college time that have mentioned me with a panda. Don't really know why. I like the correlation though. They're great. They're still bears. They're cuddly. They're cool. But they'll still probably knock you out if they need to. They're pandas. That's great. Yeah. That is great. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Just a ladies' man over there. Nah, I would not so, do that. So panda or ghost? Like, what's which one? <laughs> ghost. Ghost. Okay, and so how did you get that nickname? <laughs> <laughs> which version do you want? Oh, there's more than one? Like ghost yes. one, two, or three? Not necessarily one, two, or three, but there's a safe answer. Uh, from stuff back home or or from college or there's like a different answer from stuff back home which answer do you want i want different let's go with the safe one okay okay (laughs) basically i just got the nickname in college um really good defender i was really really tough defensive type of guy um basketball wise it was just something that stuck with me because everybody has like a moniker like my brother's like slim he's skinny etc like i was just like the tough nose defender so it's kind of like a ghost so okay. I got the nickname and it stuck with me. Okay. And you said the you... other one we uh, cannot discuss. Oh, okay. So that's like for another day. And let me say this now. It has nothing to do with power. I was ghosted way before Saint uh what was it? Uh Patrick Saint Patrick, whatever his name is from the coast. Right, uh, the right. show Ghost. Yeah, no. Yeah, or, uh, it was way power. before then. Yeah, way way before, before then. Jane Saint Patrick. That's okay. the name. Okay. Jane Saint Patrick. All yeah. right. Um Seth. <laughs> Okay, so okay, now that I know that, let's go back to you're from Omaha, born and raised. Yep. Okay, yep. T- tell me about that. You went to high school, played basketball. Did you do any <coughs> other sports? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, kind of before the high school stuff, it's kind of weird to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Jesuit Middle School. So basically, Jesuit Middle School is a all black boys middle school at North Omaha. So where I'm from is okay. actually the northern part of Omaha, right? Okay. Uh, we actually because it's a Jesuit Catholic type of school, we were able to actually go district to district or wherever we wanted to. So me and my brother. Typically, if you're just okay, within Okay, you said the, brother. Sorry, I'm going yeah, back. Yeah, so yeah, my brother Greg Smith, yes. Older, younger? 15 months apart, older. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh my yep, God, yep. you guys must have been close. Of course, Yeah. absolutely. Okay. Um, so Cute. with that, um, basically, if you go to any of the public schools in Omaha, you can only go to the ones in your district. But mm-hmm. if it's a private or Catholic school, certain denomination, you can go wherever you want, technically in the state. So we were able to go to Ralston from that point. Okay. That's what kind of led us there. Fun fact, my dad used to umpire softball, baseball, et cetera, and that's where we actually met our high school coach. Because we used to go around to the dugouts and stuff and, like, go to the uh, softball events or baseball. People would hit home runs, and me and my brother were little hustlers. We used to get the home run balls, clean them, sell them back, like, two weeks later. 
And we hustled our high school coach, and it ended up spiraling to a whole thing where he was like, I see your boys always dribbling around the mounds with basketballs, et cetera. Like, they should come to a camp. Seventh grade, eighth grade, my brother was going to school. We ended up playing with their varsity team in the summer, which actually led us to going to Ralston. Wow. Crazy That's backstory. That's so crazy. Bill so, Hurd, I love you to this day. Um, love you, love you. You, your dad, he umpired. Did you play baseball at all? Did not. Did not. Didn't just, know how I, I couldn't get into it. My brother actually is like a baseball junkie. Like he okay. gets all the video games. Like he goes right. to Rockies or his team. I couldn't get into it. It's too boring for me. That's crazy. I was a football guy though, um, as I'm built like a football player. But I can see that. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, and that that kind of like you and Coach Brandle, yep. your head coach, you both went to Catholic schools. Yep. Yep. Uh. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, Ralston, is it? It's not Catholic. It is. It so Ralston's just another public school. Public but again, school. because okay. we met our high school coach, he was actually the high school coach at Ralston for basketball oh, at the time. Okay. So my dad was like, I think I really believe this guy. You should go there because I think you guys are going to be good at basketball. Of course, my dad was right. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> but it ended up working out. Okay. Yeah. So would you say like the most impacted person that like started your basketball career would have been your high school coach? My dad and my high school coach, okay. for sure. There's another guy. Um, <clears throat> Uh, coach Benford, um, James Benford, he's the assistant coach for Bellevue University women's basketball, I think, or head. Okay. Um, he was the Bellevue East High School coach at the time. He's super intricate in at least my like development with basketball. About eighth grade, there was a program called um, Omaha Premier. Mm-hmm. bunch of different guys, Antoine Young, who used to go to Creighton, different people went there. And then when I switched over, he was a huge part of my game. Yvonne Turner, WNBA player, like – kick my butt he she, uh-huh. he used to coach her at the time like I remember one of the craziest times where a girl first kicked my ass playing oh basketball. my gosh couldn't get the ball past half court no way and I think about That's this funny. story because I was like yeah when I started coaching girls I tell all the girls she was the first person made me really really respect women's basketball right. because of that but because of uh coach Benford changed my whole career yeah so and then coach her from that point on. and so sure. you went to high school you must have clearly been successful what was your position in high school like what did you play I switched. Okay. So I was coming from being a little bit chunky <laughs> when I was a kid. Went to eighth grade. And then obviously ninth grade, I started to spring out. Went to like 6'4", got tall, got skinny. How, wait, how tall are you currently? 6'4 and a half. I and shrinking? Kinda, I kind of pinked. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I was a, a post player. So I was an inside player. I was really athletic. Got my first offer going into my sophomore year for college. It was actually Colorado State where I ended up going. Oh, really? So wow. got the offer really, really young because mm-hmm. I was younger, so 14 Mm-hmm. I turn obviously in April, go to 15, et cetera. Um, and then from that point, my coach was like, you got to work on your ball handling skills and shooting. So I started to switch my position. I went all the way from there to being a guard throughout my career and kind of learned the development side from that point. Wow. So yeah. you ended up um, committing to Colorado. Yes, my senior year. It's senior yep. year. Um, so I'm guessing when you said you got an offer as a sophomore, you were, you were on varsity. Yes. I assume. Yes, yes. Okay, I so- did not play a single game of – JV or anything in my career. I went varsity the whole way through, started every game in my career. Talented. Nah, just lucky. Oh, <laughs> worked hard. Uh, so you ended up going to Colorado. Why did you end up choosing to go there? Uh, my brother. Realistically, oh. I can really just say it was because my brother. My brother ended up going to Colorado State as well. Oh, so you guys played together? Yeah, we played together. So yes. was that fun? Like, did you guys, Absolutely. were you guys like good playing together? Yes. Or? It's weird because. I was a tweener, like I said. Uh-huh. We kind of ended up playing the same position. So he was older. Like, we played, like, the 3-4 or 2-3. Mm-hmm. We were just kind of, like, interchangeable wings. My brother's the most just gifted all. My dad's 6'6", six, six, or was 6'6", six, six, rest in peace. I'm 6'4 and a half, and then my brother's 6'7". He got all the tall, lanky, athletic genes. Mm-hmm. So me, I just kind of had to get it out of the mud. But 
since we were interchangeable, I was strong. I could do different things. I was super athletic. We play, kind of played the same position. So, yeah. but who's better? Him. Oh, I give really? it to him. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm very humble. Yeah, I mean, he's played professional for like the last like eight years. Your brother he's, has? God, he's amazing. Yeah. I feel like wow. No, is, he's he on, is he on Twitter? Yes. Follow me. <laughs> I got. I got to follow. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, and then like I don't know. I will shout his Twitter out too. Re- after. Retweet I just remember. me and do all those things. No, yeah, he's brother amazing. Greg. I think, and this is very biased to me, but I think he's one of the top five players to ever come out of Nebraska. I like it. Yeah. Oh, look at this. He's different. We need. To, we should talk more often. He's super different. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. And so, where is he right now? He's back in uh, Nebraska. He is. He's back in, yeah, he's back in Lincoln. Yeah. Go big With his girlfriend and expecting their first child. So. <gasps> no way. Yep. Oh, you're gonna be Uncle little Dwight. Son. Crazy. Oh, right? little ghost Dwight. <laughs> look at that. Uncle Ghost. Can't oh, that's, wait. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. So you ended up going to Colorado. You played there for four years? Yes. Four years. Up. What did you end up getting your degree in? Um, communications. Undergrad? So the typical, uh, you that's know. That's what I got my degree in. So oh I'm upset gosh. at myself for that because when I go back, I guess, revisions history, I could have right. challenged myself to do so much more. But communications it was, it was is the, so fun. But it was just a typical, like, athlete degree, like, don't I think athlete, business. Yeah. I think business. No. Is a, oh, Young it, athletes mm. don't get the typical, hey, let's just do whatever of arts. Like, no, like, forget, go challenge yourself. You can be an engineer. You can do some other things. Get to a real concentration and focus on that. It's going to pay off later down the line when you're done with school. You got to go and get a job, nine to five, et cetera. Young athletes don't fall oh. bait into the regular curriculum to get you through. Challenge yourself. Trust me. I'm not going to argue because <laughs> you're, you're my guest. <laughs> <clears throat> I want to hear your side, though. No, um, I, I don't know. I really liked communications. I don't know if I would have learned as much in another degree. Really? Is But then, as I did in communications, because you just you learn so much. Mm-hmm. Like, Correct. Learn so much. Jack like, of I all mean, trades, you, master of none type of thing? Yeah, like everything. And just like the theory of like, why, why do people like, why am I crossing my legs right now? <laughs> and, Correct. You know, yeah, things like that. Like, you just learn all this, like these nonverbal things. and um, But then I'm like, Man, if I would have like put a little bit more effort, I probably could be making more money. See, but that's, you know, <laughs> right? Ooh. That's my point. But I do love coaching, so I want to go back. Uh, so you got a um, bachelor of arts in mm-hmm. communications. That's great. Yep. And then you went into your graduate. And yep. so you also, uh, I had a minor in ethnic studies. Look at so, you. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, I do like to discuss like the plight of like indigenous people and people of color, et cetera. Like, so I also went into student affairs into my grad school stuff. So which kind of went under that whole realm of stuff. So, so you played with, yeah, you, you were like, I'm, I'm weird. I like it though. <laughs> I like, I like, I like it. Um, I'm quiet though. So you'll get, you guys, I know I was going to say like today. this, this is the most I've ever spoken to you ever. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm also. It's okay. Things can change. Yeah, everyone's also only, like RBF. Been here only two years. That's afraid okay. of me. Um, <laughs> and I sound like a man, but um, so you played there for four years with your brother. What was like the most memorable thing playing there? <clears throat> What'd you get out of it? Oh gosh. Besides uh, a degree, a worthless communications degree. Probably a couple good moments. Um, NCAA tournament 2012. Mm, okay. Yeah, NCAA tournament, played Murray State. Just first time because we were picked probably seventh, eighth in the league. Picked really, really towards the end. End up going and basically getting, I think, third or fourth, getting the at-large, which is basically like you don't have to win your conference to go to the NCAA tournament. Right, we right. played a bunch of teams. We played Duke that year. Like, just an amazing year with a group of great guys. That's cool. Most of that team I talked to to this day, so I got so much respect for them. That coaching staff, obviously as a coach now, Coach Miles, who's the head coach of San Jose. Coach Craig Smith, who's the head coach at Utah. 
Um, who else is on that staff? Nico Medved, who's the head coach of CSU now, mm-hmm. even though the head coach at the time was Coach Miles, like just an amazing staff. Uh, Ron Chen Coleman, who's an assistant at Kentucky. Shout out to you, Chen. Like just amazing guys I can kind of look after and then obviously develop under. But, I mean, it was just such a good year. I like it. Such a good year. Probably my best actual physical and, like, production year mm-hmm. by far. When you played there, was there any um, of your teammates that you're, like, you were just super impressed with, like just their work ethic and <clears throat> like they busted their ass every single day. And you're like, dang, like Ooh, this person makes me want to be better that year. Yeah. Or what year? Uh, let's go any with your, within your whole time there. Mm. Wow. Um, besides my brother, maybe Colt Nivers. Okay. Uh, what? Why? Why was that? He ended up going to the uh, NBA. Okay. So, I mean, Col- uh, yeah, Colton, yeah. Uh, seven foot, three hundred something pounds, maybe two. I give him two eighty just to be nice on the lights, but just a different type of physical specimen. I mean, in the end, going against him in practices, being the small guy, just learning mm-hmm. little small tricks he did. He was the uh, Big Ten freshman year coming from Minnesota. Like it was just good to see a different realm of a type of basketball player. Right. It's different being a Midwest kid, but then you see that, like, oh, it's big corn-fed cat Cody. Oh. <laughs> He's kind of nice. Like, <laughs> corn-fed from oh, Minnesota? Yeah. I've never heard anybody yeah. say that unless Same they're from way. Nebraska. Hey, he, Colton is different, right? different. We call him big country, but, yeah, yeah Colton's different. Um, did you ever, like, what was the most, like, comical moment, I guess, when you were playing there? Anything, like, crazy stand out? Like, oh, this one time, like, you got coach or – um, I think one time I was recording after we won an orange out. Mm-hmm. So um, CSU, um, there's basically a – it used to be an Aggie. So Aggies, the agricultural school, okay. there's a big A. So basically there's an orange out every year, which represents the agricultural school side of it. Okay. So basically we were an orange jersey. We did that. We ended up winning the game. I think it's our rival versus the Border War versus Wyoming. Pretty sure it's my freshman year. I have a whole recording on my old um, – computer because i used to literally just walk around like a weirdo with my computer out and just record stuff listen to music i was i was weird in college so i recorded the whole post-game speech us dancing everything I'm making, like made some time. big old video yeah, yeah. Oh. i remember i put it on facebook too i think at the time yeah, oh. it was kind of crazy it's like so that you're but like, the stuff on your that Mac, was like said, when you could oh, film yeah. it like from you take I just photos had to on a turn it over. Oh, yeah, it was boy. crazy. But no, it was some funny stuff, some weird dances. It was oh, one of those moments. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Um, yeah, is there, you're a big music person. I've heard this oh, yeah. about you. Um, we'll get into that. But like okay. when you were playing basketball, like they play music during warm ups. Yeah. Of course. Is there like any song that like would come on? You're like, oh, I'm going to like let it go. At the time, yeah, back in back in the prime, something probably with Andre 2000 in it, like an old random Outcast song or something. Okay, yeah, definitely. I'm just trying to think, but I listen to so much music before the game. Right, I was really zoned in. When I get out on the court to actually warm up, though, I can't hear a damn thing. Yeah, you're just focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those guys. I hate it about me too. (laughs) Anyway, okay. So the crowd was never an issue for you. Nah, 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 nah. It's fun. Yeah. So like, if you're shooting free throws, you're good. No, I just couldn't shoot in college. I'm really so, honest wait, about myself. So, so like, yeah. what did you do then? You played. Played defense, dunked on people, talked crazy. Oh, <laughs> you were that? Oh. That guy. Yeah. Stole the ball from people, hyped everybody up. That's – Yeah. everyone needs that cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, Greg. For you sure. shoot. Oh, yeah. That's, I, I was the best at that. Yeah. Hey, y'all go bust his ass. I'm not going to let him score. Yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah. 100%. That's good. What mm-hmm. a good team player. Oh, had to. Good team player. Yeah. So, okay, graduated, um, Went. ended up going to – where? 
Northern Colorado. Okay, played there for just that year. So okay. actually, um, <laughs> did you get <laughs> again, a master's? I did not. Okay, didn't get a finishing. That was the toughest portion um, going into my second half of my playing career. Um, just own guilty stuff. Mm-hmm. Didn't know how hard grad school was going to be. Um, I was literally like a crash test dummy. There was never a actual grad basketball student within the program at Northern Colorado ever. So I was basically like a guinea pig mm-hmm. or a lab test dummy <laughs> type of thing. So didn't go great. Uh, had to obtain like a B average. Ended up getting a C in one of my courses. Ended up being cut uh, halfway through the year. I ended up leaving basically. Tried to switch my major. Could have been able to do it. But there was a lot going on at that time. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of gracefully bowed out and started to try to train and go overseas. Okay. So, yeah. I wish so, I could have done it better. Wish I could have had a little bit more focus at that time. But 100% on myself. Right. 100%. All those things when you wish you could have went back. Yeah. And, 100%. Yeah. So, after there, then where did you go? I actually ended up leaving. And I ended up working. Um, trying to go overseas. And I ended up working at Heath Construction. So, I ended up being a project coordinator. Yes. I started the working world. Went into the regular 9 to 5 and... Had to take the year done with athletics uh, humility early. Yeah. And then c- c- continue. You just keep going. So, like, then, <laughs> then where did you then, go? Because uh, this is that part of the resume. Yeah. And I'm like, um, how old are you? So, <laughs> things kind of <laughs> escalated from there. Uh, I'm working and I start to just miss basketball. Obviously, mm-hmm. every athlete kind of listen up. You will hit to that point to where the realization of you're really done hits you and it hits you hard. Then I got to that point where it's like, I still love the game, but I want to challenge myself. I would have random talks with Randy DeMario, who was actually the um, owner of Heath Construction. He used to be like, well, I know you from basketball and all these different things. And he actually was my legacy donor. So legacy program at CSU. Technically, they're the boosters kind of like here right. at Cook okay. to where they do so. He actually was the first person to hire me. So within that, we end up having great conversations. He's like, every time I talk to you and I look you in your eyes, you talk about basketball, you talk about coaching and helping kids, especially kids from your background, from harder situations in Omaha, your eyes light up. I'm like, oh, like, why do you keep saying this to me? You say and this if, to me and, like. And the fact, sorry, that a man noticed this. Yeah, pause. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, he just kept saying it over and over. We'd have months or weekly uh, meetings, monthly meetings, et cetera. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to apply for a random high school job. There was a high school down at, um, I guess it's Commerce City in um, Colorado called Adams City High School. guy named uh, Roy Swift, rest in peace. Um, he was the first person to ever hire me for an assistant coaching job for JV Varsity. And in a, I, Sorry, an assistant, assistant for JV, JV and Varsity. varsity. Well, yep. Whoa. So, yep. so basically, well, I, technically I was the head coach of JV. Right. Held with C team and then yeah. held with Varsity, but... I made the drive, actually quit Heath Construction, was doing some nighttime security, and used to drive from Fort Collins to basically Adams City, which is about an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes every day, and then work security at night times to about 10 p.m. to about 4 a.m. every day. And that's where the coaching career started. And that's where it went. So that's how long started. did you last in a year, a year. Yeah, yep. I did that's a about, year. That's about about yeah. the normal. Yes. Yeah, I can't do high Yikes. school anymore. Can't do yeah, high school same. Anymore. That was mine as well. Mm-hmm. So you did that. Um, what was the What was the <clears> biggest <throat> thing that you got out of coaching high school? Like for me, I just look back at it. I'm like the fu- the things that I heard <laughs> from high school students. Like, and I I grew up. I'm guessing we're close to the same age. Like. Mm-hmm. My volleyball coach was like, everyone's going to run this eight-minute timeout. If you don't make mm-hmm. it, you're not on the team. So I'm like, well, that's what I'm going to do too. Um, I think my biggest thing was just managing the personalities of parents. 
when you mm. get to high school, it's really nothing crazy about the kids because there's going to be young kids to do what they do. You got to teach right. them more life lessons and all these different things. Because typically, especially the high school I was at, we didn't have a division one athlete. We didn't have a super, super special kid. So it's, hey, most of your playing careers are going to be ending. I was basically just having to manage those parents that think their kids all Michael Jordan and LeBron oh, for sure. and dealing with that and then just dealing with obviously just learning someone new like Roy, et cetera, like, and then just getting to know people in general. Like, mm-hmm. that was probably my biggest thing. And learning the roads all the way from Denver. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably learn more there than. Yeah, back uh, of my hand now. <laughs> so, well, you did that, and then where? From there, um, I ended up going to Integrity Sports, which is technically power to play. So, had some buddies, um, Terrell Hughes, who father played in the NBA. He was uh, also on CSU my freshman year. I know Terrell grad, so Region I, hello. Um, so he ended up basically going, um, being done with his banking stuff and with another guy named Marty Bertoletti, who is actually the head trainer at Integrity Sports right now, starting their own basically basketball skills development entity. And they hired me on the next year. I went and did a camp for him. Obviously, I knew Terrell, close, great personal friend of mine. And from that point, I went there, started doing some skill development, and they trusted me to kind of bring me on full time. So I was doing that for the majority of my time. Mm-hmm. And then straight from there, basically because I had an ex that was still playing at CSU, I would go to her game, still support type of thing, and I'd do my nighttime security. So mm-hmm. I really, really fell in love with the skills development stuff from that point. And cool. Yeah, kind of went from there. Cool. Yeah. So um, worked at Power to Play. Yes. How long did you stay there? It was about a year and a half, maybe two years or so. I'm trying okay. to think about that timetable because it's about 2015 to whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, basically kind of went from that point on was still in the area. Uh, obviously, I mentioned that I had an ex I was playing at Colorado State. Mm-hmm. And at the time, there was an assistant coach, uh, her assistant coach that was talking about leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, he always used to come and watch me do trainings. And then obviously, through her background, she had a lot of international friends and professionals. My brother was a professional. So I started working with professionals. Started working with really, really high-level talent. Some of the old CSU players, like Gian Clavel and different people that were still in and out. Nico Carvacho. So I start to kind of gain her a little bit of traction with the development. And the guy named Tim Moser was like, hey, if I'm leaving, I go to maybe a JUCO or another college spot, would you actually want to come with me? And I used to shut it off. Yeah. Just shut it off. And I was nah, I just like, I want to stay here. I want to do development. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should do it. He used to really come every other week and just watch me train, randomly bring me players to train. And from that point, I was going to go to VCU to be maybe a GA because I wanted to finish my degree. Right, yeah. But I ended up going to Eastern Wyoming. So that's where they kicked off the Region 9 college oh, stuff. Yeah. That's how it happened. Tim Moser ended up going to Eastern. I ended up joining them. And unbeknownst to me, I ended up coaching the men's and women's side. So, At Eastern? Eastern Wyoming, yes. Oh, boy. Yes. I didn't know you lived in Torrington. So. <laughs> Bless your heart. About that drive part, I yeah. never actually lived in Torrington. I drove two and a half hours up, two and a half hours down, five-hour trip every day from Loveland, Colorado to Torrington every single day to coach two teams. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Call mm-mm. my bluff. Mm-mm. What what was it about Torrington that just didn't make you want to live there for the rest of your life? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's Torrington. That's all I'll say. It's, it's Torrington. But yeah, that wow. was a different. Experience. So you got you kind of got thrown to the wolves immediately. Just the yeah. JUCO wolves right away for real. Right yeah. away, yeah. And you I'm had, cool. Though. I mean, I'm from Omaha. Yeah, yeah but Omaha, and you yeah. had to coach women. That was cool. It was easier than guys. Not even close. See, not even I, close. Not I said even the close. Same not thing. even close. 
name clothes. Wait, you said easier? Yes, name clothes. No, I don't. What? Think, I don't. What? No way. <laughs> no. I will switch any day. I Why? Boys are different. Exactly. Women are. I say boys and women. Girls are. Right. Girls are way easier. I think. It, mm. I don't have to worry about anything outside of the court happening with the girls. Every single day, oh, yeah, we're yeah. just like, oh, right. well, guess I'm gonna yeah, walk into like the office. Yeah, but boys are easier to coach. Like you tell no. them, like they get angry and they get better. You t- ah, yeah, yeah, at yeah. times. But but before someone that played Division One ball, as soon as you tell a boy something, you gotta prove it. So I gotta get out there and really cross you oh, or try to yeah, dunk on you. Like right. yeah, like even our guys now, they won't. When you go play, da da da. Like I played like a week ago with our guys for like uh-huh. two hours. From that point on, they've been trying to make me play open gym ever since. Oh, like. Boy. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't do it last I year because I was that. like I 45, 50 when, yeah. pounds overweight. But now that I'm back in shape. Like, they try me. They just want to try me. They don't want to listen. Right. They just want to see if I still got it. Yeah. No, I'm trying to help you. The girls just hilarious. look at you like, oh, you used to hoop. Yeah. Give me he, information. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. See, it's a, a, a respect okay. from the door level, not a, I got to try you. Like, yeah. no. I can see that. My I knees hurt. I'm 30. Leave me alone. Wait, you're just 30? Yeah. I just turned April 7th. You were a young pup. Yeah. It's fun though. Like a young pup. Do I seem older? I don't yeah, I guess I would have placed you like in the thirty more in my my level. Let's hence the ghost nickname. Yeah. yeah growing um, up fast. Speaking of young pup. I've heard this term and <clears throat> I'm just curious. Like people call you pause. Like there's a big thing with you and pause. <laughs> they don't call me pause. Like, I don't know, you have this like big deal with pause. Like could you could you Elaborate. help clarify that? It it is nothing. I'm I confused. would say it, it is it is a funny term. I guess a little bit of endearment or masculine uncomfort. I guess I'll say. Could you <laughs> with could certain you, situations? Okay, could you use this word in a sentence, please, so I could better okay. Understand. We are here in the studio, okay. right? And just <laughs> um, adult ears, everyone. Okay. So. Haley, Haley is on the other side, and she has a microphone close to her mouth. <laughs> I have a microphone close to my mouth. For me, to start out this podcast, I would say pause. That's crazy. For her, it's okay. <laughs> For me, it's a little uncomfortable to have a big object close to my mouth. Pause. That's crazy. <laughs> and we'll continue that point on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Make, it, make a little bit more sense there. Yeah, I get it. I get it now. I get it. Okay. <laughs> So you went to Eastern Wyoming. Yes. Um, what did you get? What did you learn most from there? <clears throat> Patience. Mm-hmm. Patience. Patience and the understanding that to be able to go from the men's and the women's side, you have to really shift the way you teach people and listen to people, how you're empathetic towards whoever's going through whatever, and that you basically have. 12 people per roster, so let's say 15, and you have to, as an assistant, be able to, one, not step over your head coach, and two, be able to help each and every one of them in their own special way mm-hmm. without also compromising anything else around or what your head coach wants you to do. Right. That was the biggest jump, coming from an individual skills development guy, fresh into this, from basically working with two different head coaches with Tom Anderson and Tim Mosher, who are complete different personalities, who want complete different things, and being able to go in with your own ideas and make it work with 24 plus kids you got to work with on an everyday basis. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. So I had to be patient with myself and them. So you're Eastern Wyoming um, head men's and women's coach? Yep. Right? 
and then oh, I was assistant. For assistant. Both. assistant okay. for both. Assistant yes. for yes, both. Yes, yes. Oh boy, still. Yeah. Um. After there, then where did she go? Here. 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 Yep. Okay. I was straight in. Um. Took about a year. And didn't you get like found on Twitter? Was it like Brenda like hashtag I need a coach? No. And then so here you came. This is actually the whole thing. Um. It was. I'm pretty sure. Right. Either in the oh after pandemic yeah right after pandemic or during that whole time um, I was basically off that year um, was actually in Spain and traveling back from my ex was playing professional ball in Spain traveling back and as soon as I got back I was starting to interview for a couple of random jobs hold on yes. the same ex that you used to watch yes oh. she's she's great she I think is probably the best or second best women's basketball player in CSU women's history okay her and Becky Hammond. Okay. Be mad at me all you want, whoever hears this. It's the truth. All right, continue. So you're <coughs> so, over. Yep, so I'm wow, overseas. I'm what an ultimate, back. like, look at you. I, I, yeah. Were you her, like, bag boy? Like, just Basically, cheering, her, cheering her on? I worked out people, and it also was, a, like, a little central basis of recruiting in Spain and Europe okay. and stuff, too. Okay, so cool. that's where I get my European recruiting oh, stuff. Thank right. you, Ellen. Um, okay. Yeah, so. Continue. Basically, um, God, where was my point? I kind of missed it. Um, oh, so oh, yeah. You're uh, going over there. How'd you so, get yeah, I was coming you back, here? coming back, um. Got in touch with a guy, obviously, I had a great relationship with the head person who was at Juco Advocate who started, whose name is Brandon Gobel. Mm -hmm. Me and him go back and forth. He's the person that really, really also helped spearhead kind of my direction in the coaching side. He was the one that has so many connections. Obviously, he's probably the biggest entity in junior college basketball. But with his connections, he was saying, okay, I can help you with maybe getting a GA spot at this place or different spots. So UIC, um, Illinois, Chicago, had a GA spot. Started interviewing for that. At the same exact time, there was an actual assistant coaching spot at Chicago State under Lance Irving that I was interviewing for going into that summer. That was a cool little tedious process. Like, I was really close. And actually, sorry, I almost forgot a whole skip. The same time I was in Spain, I actually was hired at Utah State Eastern by Vando uh, Bocelli. Oh, but really? there was a whole incident that happened there. And right before when I got back, I couldn't even get there, obviously, because pandemic, everything happened. I couldn't get the job, and he kind of got fired before I actually got on campus. So I was 100% hired there over Christmas. Over Christmas break. So then you were kind of so I was stuck. Right. So then from that point on, talked to Brandon, was interviewing for the UIC thing, and then Chicago State came up. If I can be under thirty with a Division One assistant job, I was going to take it. So I was hell bent to try to get that. So mm -hmm. I was actually heading back over to Europe and interviewing for that job at the same exact time. It's about a month process going with Lance to that. Towards the end of it, it was me and a guy named Tommy Shrine, who's a assistant coach at IUPUI right now. Tommy ended up getting it. And it was heading literally into early August when mm -hmm. I guess Brandon was getting hired and stuff. And I was basically back and forth because there was a guy named Trent Miller, who's the head coach at Morningside, who was both of our mutual friends. I had known Trent ever since I was probably eighth grade playing with Nebraska Bison and throughout the Nebraska ranks of just AU basketball and stuff. Great family, great human. He knows, obviously, the brand through the NAI ranks. Mm -hmm. Trent basically reached out to me like, hey, there's a guy that just got a job in McCook, and I don't really know what you're doing. I know you're doing the skills development. And he needs somebody that can recruit his ass off. And what you got? Like, these guys at work, man. He's a great person. I'm, okay, who's this Brando guy? Then he hits me up on Twitter. Right. Hey, what are you the doing, Twitter. man? See, there we are again. <laughs> pretty pretty mm -hmm. sure it was Twitter. Hey, man, what are you doing? My name's Coach Brando. Kind of got this situation. I had an assistant I had hired, but there's someone else leaving it. Et cetera, et cetera. If you're not doing anything, I was like, well, I'm overseas right now. Right. It's about 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking back and forth. I was like, well, if I don't 100% know in the next couple of days about the um, Chicago State job, I'll let you know. Mm -hmm. Three four days later, get the word that they're picking Tommy. Hit up Brandon. 
I'll be heading back. I don't really know my options. Of course, I'll take you serious, et cetera. And if it's cool, I would love to actually come straight from my flight here, go to Denver, and go straight to Nebraska and meet you. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. That is kind of how exactly I got here to go. There you go. We talked. I literally came straight from there, drove in, met mm-hmm. with Brando, and we walked around. And I think I went one more place. I went to Central, um, Central Nebraska yep. with Ritz down there and mm-hmm. ended up picking it here. Ended up making a lot more sense and – I just, I really now want to get, I'll just coach, but uh, mm-hmm. like an old man's league. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm not playing, though. I'm out. Why? No. I'll play with our guys. I'm not playing with a bunch of random old people around town. I get too much buckets for that. No. Yeah, too much? Yeah, too many buckets. I mean, I just I just want Brandel to break out the sweatbands again. And He can hoop, though. He like, can shoot his ass I off. I know. I, yeah, he yeah. can play. Yeah. yeah, you need to stop playing and get in the open gym. Stop playing, man. Stop being in there trying to be strong, man, all the damn time. Oh, lifting. Right? I want to be Hulk Hogan so bad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so you came to McCook, working with Coach Brandle. Yeah. What What have you learned here so far? Like, what's been your biggest thing, like, that you're going to take from McCook when you leave? Just being yourself. Like, I never had a coach or anyone allow me to completely be myself my own personality and that's what Brandon does I think the best I mean he he is also very self-aware to where he tells me hey you got these opportunities to potentially go division one and do these things like I have to also if I'm going to be a good head coach prepare you for your next level so giving me more duties whether it's academic stuff where it's the scouts and responsibilities speaking situations all these different things I've thrown myself out there I remember embarrassing coaching moment my first ever time I had to do a scout at Eastern Wyoming and I choked Got in front, stage fright, choked out. I remember exactly where we were. I think we were either in Casper, we were playing one of the terrible Dakota schools. Anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there and it's like, oh, Dwight, just talk over Scout real quick. Said a couple words, <clears throat> choked up. I repeated myself like 20 times. And I got here and cognizantly thought about, I got to do this. And when Brandon was like, you got to do every Scout, had the anxiety, right. all those things, but you got to go through, you got to put yourself in those uncomfortable situations. And Brando allows me to do it every time. I love him for it. I think uh, I was actually talking with somebody about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think your best assistant coaches, they only get to grow and mm-hmm. get somewhere if you, they do more. So, like, I exactly. mean, with my assistant, I'll I'll give her everything. And exactly. I know at one time I gave her too much, and she's like, reel it in. Yep. Um, and not that I was taking advantage of her, but I'm like, you're only going to learn by doing all this yeah, stuff. It will help you, Hannah. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. It will help yeah. you. It will help yeah. you. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's probably my biggest thing. Just, yeah being able to grow within that and then understand, yo, when I leave here, it's okay for you to also have your own coaching personality wherever mm-hmm. you go. Be you. Yeah. Fit in how you don't exactly. have to be some other coach that you coached under or this other guy that used to coach you. I don't have to be Tim Miles. I don't have to be Larry U. Stacy who I had in college. I don't have to be uh Brando doesn't have to be O C. Yeah. Yeah. You be your you own person. Being you. Yeah. And he does that to the multitude. So I appreciate that. That's probably one of my main gist, especially I'm gonna take with me anywhere. Oh yeah. For sure. Agreed. Yeah, be your own person. Yes. What a funniest thing that's ever happened here at McCook. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. Do you know our group? This is a funny yes, group. Yes, I do. And it's, last year's group was kind of crazy. I mean, just some of the stuff that happens with your group. I'm I don't like, know, bro. What every, every in time, the world? Every time someone makes fun of Brandon about his foot stomping, um, God, I don't know, bro. That's Lance being around, making us laugh oh, every day. Lance. Like, there's there's a lot of Lance moments. I can't even pinpoint it. Maybe my man Lance wearing the um, – Sweats with the uh, the jeans with the sweats underneath that our guys. <laughs> he did what? Yo, my man Lance be wearing the sweats 
with the big jeans over yeah, top yeah, yeah. of them. Oh, and our boy. guys just, they ride them. They got him. Yeah. Lance. Yeah. Yeah. That, There's a lot of moments, though. Yeah, we got a silly team. Yeah. I appreciate it. You do have a silly team. I appreciate it. Um, gosh, they're, they're, it's a good bunch. Mm-hmm. They also are quite sure they've given Brandle a few gray hairs. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or lack I, of hair. Look, I found some uh, a uh, month ago. In, My in first three. I'm sick. Oh, I got gray hair, y'all. Yeah. I'm getting old. It's really going to show. Yeah. Get Until I get a haircut. Until yeah. I, yeah. It'll be all good. A little frost. I look cool in the winter, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, who's the funniest person on your team right now? <sighs> Ooh, I don't know. Um, funniest person on the team. Wow. Um, Yusuf. Yusuf Washington. Seth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just unintentionally. He just silly as hell. Yeah. And his like KD obsession. Yeah. Uh-huh. Crazy. Um, he was sick. He deleted his whole Twitter the other day just because Kevin Durant lost. Yeah, I'm telling everyone on the podcast. He deleted his he has Twitter. A, he, he has a his Twitter handle was KD's burner account. He's sick. Oh <laughs> He's my sick. goodness. That is and he, crazy. And he got pissed after they lost the other day. Deleted it and got a whole another burner account. He's oh sick. wow! Yeah, he's sick. That's great. He's sick. I'm telling you, I'm, I need to get in this Twitter game. I don't yeah. understand it. Look, I'm telling you, I'm gonna get you the shout out. Um, I got you, Seth. Also, make sure you hashtag me or follow me. Yeah, Tell your friends. I'm gonna get you his fake account. Too. Okay, we got it. Yeah. Um, who was who was the athlete? Were you working concessions this last weekend? Yes. Um, were you there when I was <laughs> making him count back money? No, I was going. Oh, I'm point. trying. I don't I had remember who it was, shift. and it was so like he clearly miscalculated. Bro, I can't add either, so I'm cool. And I was like, whoever it was, I feel you. I was like, could you count that back to me? And of course, all the ladies helping are bankers, and Mm. so they're like trying to show him how to do it. And he was like, he was getting so angry, and he was just like throwing my money at me. And everybody, all of his like teammates were laughing at him. They're like, come on, buddy, like give him. Was that Saturday or Sunday? Sunday? Saturday. Was it? No, it was Sunday. Saturday. It was Sunday. Yeah, I wasn't there Sunday. I wasn't there Sunday. Uh, Short hair, and he was like, he wasn't even smiling. I was just laughing, and he was like. And oh, he was just like, by the end, he just threw my, my money down. And everyone just started laughing. They're like, Shout out to the Booster Club. Amazing volleyball event over the weekend. Everybody here at Mid Plains, please every year support the uh, Booster Club volleyball event. Oh, good plug. Good I'm plug. here for it. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to start my own podcast one day, people. You should. Ghosts and Ghosts, something like that. You I got to get a yeah. title. You have, the, you have the voice of it. Do I? And it's I raspy, like, though. My throat hurts. So. Yeah. Well, mine sounds like this. But um, <laughs> it's a daily thing. Uh. I feel like also, and I, I mean, I don't hardly know anybody in basketball, but mm-hmm. I feel like you've thrown out a lot of names. I probably follow me on Twitter, all of you that he sent. I got you. Um, you know, a lot of important people. Ish, in a way. Yeah. Ish, in a way. Yeah. Uh, also, do you go to like Sweden every year or something? I am headed there the 16th to 26th. Obviously, I would go in the past because of my prior relationship because that same great CSU <clears throat> basketball player happened to be a Swede and a Scandinavian. But oh, okay. um, now I'll be going for basketball purposes only. only. So, yeah, I okay. am now just recruiter me and networker me, and it's a great central base because – Really, collegiate Division One men's basketball and just college basketball in general is really going the international route. For like sure. You see so much because basketball is a copycat sport. The last couple mm-hmm. MVPs have all been international players from Giannis and Jokic, et cetera. Like, it's a copycat sport. So, central basis of recruiting and the attractive piece now are international kids. So, me garnering that old relationship that I had, obviously, is to the point where, hey, I got to keep this network. It's an amazing thing, and I'm just very – 
very, very lucky and privileged to be able to have that basis. So. I feel like I need to like get in a relationship podcast with you. But we won't, we won't <laughs> no, get into it. I'm the worst. <laughs> I nah stay me in relationships. It's just you know not not your thing. You know, <laughs> loving basketball. <laughs> basketball right now. Basketball. Let's let's focus on that. Okay. One. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna do something a little different. So I'm gonna oh, call God. somebody. Okay. Oh, and of course, I only know like one person. That I know is going to answer. Okay. I'm scared. Okay. And, um. Is it Hulk Hogan? Uh, oh, we'll call him after. Oh, gosh. But I know that you hang out with all these people, so. And I apologize if this doesn't sound good. Hey, Hannah. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? What are you doing? Fiber. <laughs> oh, that's good. Everybody yeah. needs their fiber. Okay. Take her yeah. big head ass. Oh, um. Anyway, so we're recording right now. Okay. Um. I have alias's name Ghost Panda, also known as Dwight, <laughs> with me. Okay. Okay. Can you give me anything? Like, if you had to roast him right now, what would you say? You better not say a goddamn thing. Yeah. <laughs> Your big ass head is getting roasted. Relax. You uh, and Maddie's small head ass. Stop sh- playing sh- with me. She's trying to talk. Oh, here. my bad. He's a vegan. You're. Oh, yes. We forgot we need to go back to the vegan plant based food. What do you think about that, Hannah? Can you give me your honest opinion? And then I'm going to hang up and we're going to get into it. Okay. That's the way to go. It's really not that bad. Like, I kind of like some vegan food or i shouldn't say vegan but plant-based food like mm-hmm. some of it's pretty good you just have to know what to get right okay to be to be completely plant-based is not my thing but right right which i don't think he's like totally either like you know he still eats like food real food once in a while oh so he's like a cheater he says it but he's man, not it, but it's more fishes think of it as like 80 20 Okay, eighty twenty. Okay, I get 90, it. 10, like um, would you trust opinion. this individual to watch Cooper? Cooper is your dog. Yes. You yes, would. For okay, sure. for sure. <laughs> would you trust? He's actually watched him before. Oh, you have. Yeah. Cool, cool, man. Cooper's cool. cool. Yeah, he's a cool dog. Okay. All right, Hannah. If you think of anything else, feel free to text me. Okay. Sounds okay. Good. Have a good day. Okay. Yep. You too. Yep. Bye. Bye. Let's get into this plant-based thing. We are from <laughs> Nebraska. Have you never listened to Matthew McConaughey? Of course Eat I have. Beef. Of course I have. But, I mean, look, <laughs> we're, we're from Nebraska. Obviously, we know what this state is about. And, like, about. You're, you're, like, buff-ish. So, like, what do I'm you in eat? shape. Like, what do you eat for protein? I, I don't know. Rices and different – I don't know. Like, it's just the beets and the different things that you get from the Beyond Burgers and things that I eat. I don't know. Oh it's goodness. good for me. I drink good smoothies. I I do my thing still. And so why did you go this way? Lentils. I don't know because I was 260 and in the worst shape and mental space of my life last year. <laughs> so you just felt like you need to thin up. 100%. It, much- it, was, it, was, it was something by example, though, because we talked about it earlier. Um, coaching the men's side, especially, because now I'm just on the men's side. Right. Your players have a different respect for you if you can actually get out there and show them by example the things that they are. I mean, I'm also a repetitive visual learner to where I got to do the reps and all those things as well. A lot of these young kids are as well. So me being out of shape and me being a huge development person, I 
felt terrible not being able to get out there the hours and the examples and things that I wanted to show our guys myself. I couldn't do it. My legs hurt. There was a point in time where I almost didn't run for about a two-year span because I was just too heavy. And every time I tried, I'd pull a muscle or something would happen. I was always in pain and ache, and I was like, this is not you. Mm-hmm. You're, you are who you are. You're a great right. athlete. You're all these different things. And it used to mess with me, especially mentally. It put me in a really bad spot. And I mean, just open, honest, very vulnerable who I am about where my time was last year. But I had to make a switch. I had to make a switch for myself. I had to make a switch. And obviously, X um, – Ex's mom is actually vegetarian. She would do some plant-based stuff, and we'd kind of try it throughout the years. And I was like, it's something I know enough about to I can commit to. But it's the discipline side. I mean, just like these young kids and the people we coach, it's the right. discipline aspect. Oh, for sure. I can do that as an athlete, and I was that. Right. And I think about my own playing career. I mean, I think about how I feel like I could have went professional, but the things I was doing to my body, the dumb habits, the way I ate, just only eating chicken and fried foods and right. having a – southern family background where we're only doing soul foods and chitlins and all these crazy things like i was killing myself on the inside and i realized hey every time you broke an ankle every time you were out of shape and all these things that you did in college it was because you didn't take care of yourself so now as a grown adult i walk around probably the best shape of my life i actually weighed myself the other day i was 210 smallest i've been since i played i cut out protein i would just probably lose gain weight (laughs) women are different see yeah those conversations i'm just over here stuff. eating air gaining that, that, weight that. <laughs> unreal anyways <clears throat> yeah that's for another day <laughs> i'm not gonna be on that podcast <laughs> hannah come up for that one yeah that hannah can come for that one so. um oh i just had a really good train of thought too um where'd it go it's coming back to me oh okay um yeah. your music person yes of course love music of course okay so and I know that you know this person. I just feel like you probably don't. Don't do. say no country artist. I don't know. I can say a country artist, but I mentioned this to Ford one day, and he was like, who? And I was just like, Ford. <laughs> what? And he's like, I mean, I think he was way before my time. Yo, Ford be in the room playing some hard-ass stuff, oh, though. He be I'm playing like, some stuff I listen to, and I don't listen to the typical, you right. know what I mean? I'm like, but I'm like, you know who this person was? Will Smith. Oh my gosh. Slap man? Yes. I was like, oh, <laughs> what? And he's like, mm, yeah, I just, I'm like, what? Getting jiggy with it? Like, you don't know any of these songs? Oh and is, it just is, happened, you know, because there were before four. his 23. Like, I know. Yes, but I'm just it like, is before his time. I get it. it. But like, like, all, he, he, all he knows Will Smith is from I Robot and Slapping Somebody and one of his right. recent movies. That's it. Like. Yeah, but I'm like, how do you not know that? Who's your favorite? Who's your, like your favorite hip hop artist? extensive question I'm a music person right, right now all okay. time like I need a defined answer from or oh, I need a question okay. like I, if need, I need if this you, condensed yeah. okay if you are driving right now and you're not listening to my podcast okay <clears throat> or getting me followers on Twitter what are you listening to Babyface Ray right now okay yeah new artist young cat Brandel hates it oh, you guys just young music's terrible nah some of these young cats is crazy yeah ESTG um who else have been listening to a lot lately? Um, Pusha T just put out a good album. Yeah, there's some guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what you'd listen to in the car? Yeah. Okay, now you're in the gym, racking your weights and putting everything up, hopefully. You're about to max out. What are you going to listen to? Max out? I'm kind of a serial killer in this aspect. Uh, I listen to R&B. I talked about this earlier. Okay. Yeah, I'm nuts. I don't know why. Yeah. For some reason, I just do some hard, crazy stuff or something super competitive to a woman singing her ass off. Oh my! <laughs> Makes me yeah, really get after it. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
one of the R&B artists I'm listening to. Yeah. I, I mean, I have, like, a playlist of, like, 200 R&B players or singers and stuff. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, but I just listen to a lot of music. So, yeah. Or it's one of those artists I mentioned earlier. Right. I mean, maybe Rick Ross. Okay. Rick, yeah, Rick Ross, tough. Okay. Yeah, tough, 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 tough. Interesting. Yeah. 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 And look at you being judgmental, some country music person. Terrible. You know, from I Nebraska, mean, I say it, I'll say it proudly. I know. I mean, I who's the random black uh, country singer that everybody liked a couple of years ago? I know, I know, but I don't know. See, I stumped her. See, I, I don't <laughs> listen to country music though. Like, I listen to like chill music. Like what? I don't know. Like some, I like acoustic hits. Um, you ever listen to Currency? It's chill music. If you, I'm not really good with names. If you, but it's sing, like jazzish. If you sang it to me, like in my when I'm in my office, I just. I'm not a singer though. Um, I mean, at all. Me either. I can find somebody for you though. I got you. Um, I'm gonna give you a playlist. I'm gonna okay. tag you in a playlist on Twitter and also help you Twitter. Okay. Follows. Okay. Ooh, there I we got go. You. Gosh, I cannot wait. I got you. Um, Pub this out. Okay, so like to wrap up, I'm gonna ask you just a few more questions because okay. I like to. I just. For me, this is where I get like most of my reading and listening is by listening to other people's on their podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, well, this is Dwight's favorite book, so I'm going to get it. What book are you reading right now? Um, what will black or what should black people do next by Ralph Wiley? Um, oh. It is a book from 1992. Um, my mother gave it to me. It's the year I was born. Um, just to look at, obviously, I talked about my ethnic studies background, mm-hmm. um, obviously, plights and just different direction of ethnic people, Afro people. And then just seeing the perspective of that time compared to now and all the social injustices, things that we're doing from Afro leaders, et cetera, like seeing that book's perspective has given me such an insight for me to be able to put things out on social media and, I mean, charge up realistic conversations and uncomfortable conversations. I mean, especially just think about McCook in general. It's a very, (laughs) I mean, non-black town. And for us to have an athletic side where there are, black young men coach as myself like mm-hmm. there needs to be realistic conversations because you end up in situations where you just don't know so i think that is a huge book that i'm reading right now that i appreciate the book yeah um do you feel like there's been a lot of difference i mean 1992 you feel like i don't <laughs> like that wasn't that long ago but you it was say, you say that but yes and no yeah and there's just so many things that just stand hold true from then and I mean, just obviously there's different things about the time, but I mean, technology takes everything to a new level. I mean, mm-hmm. for us to be able to see these things, it just comes from a book level back then. Now you can look on Twitter and it might be that same think piece right there that you can read or uh, audio podcast or something you can listen to and get that same type of information. So, I mean, it's no different than the stuff that's happening around the country. You just see it times the upteenth because it's right in front of your face. I can click on TikTok and see a social injustice happen or just anything happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's right there. Yeah. Back in the day, might be a Rodney King type situation. It's a newspaper. It's a media news outlet that might be biased in a certain way that's mm-hmm. feeding you information that you don't know whether it's correct or not. So, yeah, it's just with the times, things you research. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What's your favorite book of all times? <sighs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Now I'm nervous. No. Okay. This is This is geek side of me. Okay. Harry Potter Goblet Fire. Stop. No way. The hardback. Facts. Oh, boy. Facts. Look at you. Facts. Uh-huh. Oh. I mean, uh-huh. it is a good read. Oh, yeah. A good read. I probably wouldn't knock that one yeah, out. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> that was the one. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Uh-huh. Harry po- yeah. Potter. Uh, <laughs> we have like a student <laughs> right now at the college that looks like <laughs> Harry Potter. Who? The golfer. And they call him Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, who? 
Well, you live do. in the dorms. I said I gotta do better at my job. You do, mm. yeah, because I'm like, oh my goodness, that look, that kid looks just. And they're like, yeah, they call him Punta. No, I gotta see who this say. is. That's crazy. Uh, what are you? <coughs> what are you currently watching? Nothing. I don't really watch you shows watch like that. Nah. Whoa. The last show I really watched was Money Heist. Okay. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. usually do that. American people do not watch it with American. Do Spanish and then do uh, subtitles. Stop. Stop cheating. Learn something. Be cultural. But yeah, that's definitely the show that I last watched. And then um, I'm waiting for uh, Stranger Things to Ooh. re-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, I can't really watch too much. Okay. Best show ever is The Wire, by the way. The what? The Wire. The Wire? Mm-hmm. Is that on Netflix? Nope. Um, old... Um, HBO. Um, it's about the old Baltimore drug trade. Ooh. Real life coincidences. Yeah, amazing show. Okay. Best show ever. Okay. Yeah. Um, what pot? What's your favorite podcast? Go to podcast. Joe Button podcast. Joe Button. Yeah, Joe Button podcast. That's my favorite. Just because I'm a music person. Mm-hmm. Um, hold it real quick. I might actually help plug a podcast real quick. <laughs> Joe Button. Yeah, Joe Button. Um, Is this on Apple? Um, yes. Um, there's a new podcast, though, for um, <laughs> Scandinavians and different people. Uh, the Locker Room Podding, right? Uh, my ex actually does have a podcast. Oh, she started one. So okay. just out of the respect for her, I will plug her podcast. So Locker Room Pod. What, oh, yeah, Locker sorry, Room what, What's her name? Uh, Ellen Nystrom. Ellen? Yeah. Ellen, follow me on Twitter. Gotcha, gotcha. But, yeah, I'll plug her podcast. It's great. Talk about a lot of things, basketball and mm-hmm. outside of basketball, really, especially for – Women, women's rights and justice, different things. I think that's a huge podcast to listen to because they talk about just so many different things. It doesn't have to do with sports. Like, it's just overall culture things. And there's a podcast I'm listening to today just about, like, media and the unbalance of media between, like, women's side and men's side and just the coverage and stuff. So it's a good read or a good listen. Good listen. So yeah. Okay. Uh, two more questions. Yep. If there was one person listening to this podcast, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you say to them? My father and I love you. I miss you. I miss you a lot. I had a, <laughs> I had a moment the other day where I cried about you, and I miss you, man. So, yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, sorry. Life goes on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sorry. Um, I had one more question. I cannot. I am losing my mind right now. It's early. It was a good it's question, too. Early. I still got to go over and uh, talk through a whole visit situation with Miranda here in a little bit. So okay, it's right on. back I to know, work for us. I know. It was a really, really good question, too. Um, ooh. Okay. Give me some help here. If anybody that you think would be really good for this podcast, tell me who it is, and I'm going to reach out to them. And it could be somebody just like, even if you don't think I'd get it, I'm just, just going to mm, ask them on Twitter and really see if they'll do it. For- podcast um i'll give you three people oh gosh okay Um, ready let's go let's go martin poznanovich for a oh martin martin okay martin i think you should do a very international based podcast with him yes be great he would be good um let's see um i got a buddy named dakota Patton. Dakota Patton. Um, he was a assistant coach at Sterling College. Okay. Yep. And then third person, professional women's player. This is very random. You can go back and forth. Um, Jill, Jillian Eileen, right? Um, uh, played at Oregon, played overseas with my ex. Amazing personality. 
amazing personality. Will tell you about the professional side, play WNBA. Like, she's one of the best women's basketball players I've ever trained and worked with or been around. I think it would be a hilarious podcast. I actually have another person in mind, but, I mean, it could be a Swedish person, but it's also a Swedish women's basketball coach, Sandra. Sandra Obston. Hello, Sandra. If you hear this, she's one person I think. If you reach out to her and have a conversation, she actually um, helped place Vanessa here. So oh, okay. Pritchett's yeah, okay. yeah, point guard here. Yeah. So those four people, Sandra Obston, A-B-S-T-O-N. This Dakota? Is that a girl? No, guy. Yeah. Okay. One of my buddies from Colorado. He's okay. assist, He was an assistant coach at Sterling College in the last you have, a, you have a lot of girlfriends. What? That's, well, he's, he's a guy. Okay, yeah, no, but if Jill it was girl, a girl, I was Sandra like, girl, nah. wow, this is why you get the, these nicknames from no, groups of women. Uh, no. Nah, <laughs> just you know? kidding. Just kidding. Okay, I'm going to reach out to him. Martin would be good. We have a really good array of international yeah, students here. No, nah, no. Nah. I think those are all different conversations. Two guys, oh. two girls, different types of. Who's uh, the funniest out of this group? Jill. Jill? Jill's crazy. Okay. <laughs> Jill's great. Jill's okay. great. Yeah. She calls me Daniel and will not let me relive. Like she will not call me my real name. It calls you Daniel. She will just send me a voicemail. Daniel. I'm like, fam. I oh, just I'm never gonna shake that. Like, what's great. up with Daniel? I'm that's like, great. Yeah, crazy. That doesn't seem like you're kind of. No, I can't be. Right? Do yeah, I look like a Daniel. We might what? as well just call you Danny. Oh no, oh. no, 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 no. That hurts. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. Thank you All for right. having me. Uh, everybody, thank you for tuning in to Coaching, Caffeine, and Comedy. Uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Have a good week. Peace. <laughs>